Emerging writers, welcome. We're so glad to have you join us again as we finish up our exploration of romance. My name is Stephanie, and I'm joined by my best friend Kayla and my sister Jordan. Hello. Hi. Today we'll be discussing our media piece of the month, To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Uh, we'll be discussing the Netflix special version, although I will be kind of going over some of the differences between it and the book because I did read quite a bit of it. Um, but to kind of summarize what we watched, Laura Jean Covey, Covey? Covey. Covey. Covey is a teenage girl who loves the idea of romance, but only on paper. She loves to read, she loves to write, but dealing with her feelings in real life is pretty difficult for her. So instead of addressing any of them, she writes to her crushes uh, letters that she never intends to send to them. When all of the letters get sent to their unintended recipients, she has to deal with the fallout of it. Yes, because several of them go to school with her still. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is one of my favorite romantic comedies I've watched in a long time. Same. Yeah. Actually, I really enjoyed it. I it, did too. It was very cute and very, it was very relatable. It's cute. It's uh, not especially offensive in any way. Mm -hmm. And... Um, in in parts that don't have anything to do with the romance, I feel like the characters' relationships feel pretty realistic and fun. Mm -hmm. And I think all the characters are pretty compelling. Like, I want to see more about their lives and more about their story. Whereas in some r romances, the romantic pairing is great and everyone else is just despicable. <laughs> and this stays far away from that. Yeah. So... Moving on, uh, here's your obligatory spoiler warning. Obviously, we'll be <laughs> talking about some spoilers in the movie, so if you haven't seen it, and I probably will hit on some from the book, so if you want to be unspoiled from either one of those, feel free to come back to us later. So, Laura Jean is our main character. The main love interest is a boy from her high school named Peter. And in this movie specifically, a secondary love interest is her sister's ex-boyfriend, Josh. Mm -hmm. I thought Laura Jean was pretty adorable. And as far as high school romances where the main girl is kind of clumsy and awkward, she did it in a way that was also pretty compelling. Yeah, it yeah. didn't feel like the usual, oh, this girl trips over everything all the time and yeah, it felt more like she's shy and sticks to reading and just doesn't have uh, as much social knowledge, mm -hmm. which yeah. is pretty realistic, I feel like, as yeah. far as the character goes. Yeah, and they laid it out pretty well, you know, in the beginning, showing her basically one friend that she has, <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you've only got teens. one friend and she's kind <laughs> of a weird girl, you know, you're not going to learn how to interact with other people. Yeah, most teens are pretty awkward and pretty uh, emotionally bad at handling things. Mm -hmm. And I felt like all of the teens in this did that believably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. One of the bigger tropes, I mean, besides the fake dating to lovers trope, mm -hmm. which is the whole guise of the story, um, one of the annoying tropes that they use is the mean girl trope. Her ex-best friend slash 
uh, Peter's ex-girlfriend is just a super bitch. (laughs) (laughs) For not not very good reasons. Yeah, in the movie, it makes even less sense because they used to be best friends. Mm -hmm. And in middle school, uh, she had a crush on Peter. But then in the movie, they all played spin the bottle. And yes. Laura Jean got Peter, and so they kissed at Spin the Bottle, and then ever since then, she hated Laura Jean. Yeah. Um, in the book, it's a little bit more of an intense kiss, and it has nothing to do with Spin the Bottle, and he actually likes Laura Jean. Mm. So while still a dumb reason to hate your best friend and try to make her life miserable forever, it makes a little bit more sense than yeah. Spin the Bottle. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, that was pretty unbelievable. I would say that Jen as the mean girl and ex-best friend was the lowest part of this movie. She's definitely the weakest character mm-hmm. overall. She just comes across very one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Like there are some times where you think maybe you're going to get more of a glimpse of what she's like, but you really don't. Yeah. I mean, and at the end, for some reason, she's like, and I'm just not as strong as I pretend I am. I'm like, I don't know why you would say that. That doesn't make any right. sense to me. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, you didn't set up for a redemption arc here, sister, so. <laughs> oh, maybe in the sequel. Oh, could be. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I will say Peter as a love interest was pretty likable. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy. Does some dumb stuff (laughs) they both came on really hard to each other for being a fake relationship though like day one she was already getting jealous of him still talking to his ex who the point of him suggesting they do it was to make her jealous so that she would talk to him again and try to hook up again Mm -hmm. so that was really weird to me and then also he got really offended that there were other people that she was like interested in someone else and was not actually interested in him yeah. And then was like actively hitting on her and calling her more attractive than or like better fashion or whatever than his ex-girlfriend. I don't know. They just came on really hard to each other for like, we're not interested in each other yet. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty intense. <laughs> and then they're like, but we're just fake dating. He couldn't ever like me. And it's like, really? Did you were you there at the coffee shop that just happened to you? <laughs> were you there? Because that was that was some stuff. <laughs> Yeah. In the movie, Josh was also pretty much a non-character for being, like, the the second catalyst for mm-hmm. everything. Like, Kitty, the younger sister sending out the letters, was the catalyst for the romance starting to happen. Mm-hmm. But then her trying to not let Josh know that she had a crush on him because her sister dated him was the second catalyst. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of unimportant otherwise um at at some parts you kind of like maybe felt like he might be interested in her but they didn't really touch on it very much and i don't know if they intend to in the sequel because in the book he actively likes her and like kisses her and that's when she realizes she's not interested in him anymore and she likes peter Mm. yeah i'm curious there seems to be a lot of changes to the story between the book and the movie so I'm curious what they're going to do with future movies since they've already strayed so far from the book. Well, I mean, there were there were a lot of like weird small changes and then they started incorporating things from the second book into the first movie so that it had more of a cohesive like happy romance ending, mm-hmm. more typical romance mm-hmm. ending. So since it ends with them dating, I'm curious what they're going to do with the next one. Mhm. Where 
I mean, presumably they're going to start hitting on some of the other guys, like um, the. Yeah, because what they they dealt with three, right? What was it? Uh, Some extracurricular school thing. He shows up. Yeah, he shows up at the end of the movie. Yeah. So presumably he's going to be important to the next one. But anyway. And then the summer camp one, I think. Yeah, summer camp, but that got sent back. Oh, that's right. Because she sent it to summer camp. That's right. Yes. Yeah. It's, It's interesting. One thing I really liked about it was the sister dynamic that they had between mm-hmm. uh, Laura Jean and Kitty and Margot. It was so believable and engaging. I feel like family dynamics are often overlooked, but I really liked all of the sisters together. In fact, like I would have liked more screen time with the three of them. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. like what they did with the sisters, which was different from the book also. Um, Kitty's motivation in the movie was very much out of sisterly love. And in the book, it was out of pettiness because she also liked Josh. And so she wanted to get revenge on Laura Jean, which I think is dumb. And I really like the change that they made in the Netflix. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a lot better reason. <laughs> yeah, they they made the relationship between the two of them a lot stronger, I felt. And yeah. uh, there was a lot of like random sister bickering or... Um, just like banter that mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. The little sister always bashing on Laura Jean's driving too was <laughs> so good. To be fair, her driving was really bad. Yeah, real bad. <laughs> I approve of her getting a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I really liked that they had. You know, their mother died when they were small, and they had a dad who stepped up and tried to fill both sets of shoes. And I mean, not really. It was really the older sister that filled uh, in the mother's shoes. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like the dad tried and was not an absent parent. Mm-hmm. He seemed like a p- pretty involved, pretty like wholesome, good parent. Mm-hmm. And I also really like family dynamics that are a little bit atypical. I think yeah. it reflects our like reality and the culture we live in a lot better. Yeah, yeah. not they everybody. Made him an OBGYN, which is a... <laughs> I feel like a really good testament to the, like, interesting dynamic of the family. Yeah. Just by pointing that out. (laughs) I also really liked the best friend, which she didn't get a lot of screen time and was kind of disappointing because she seemed like a really interesting character, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She had some great dialogue, too. (laughs) Yeah, she had some good, like, snarky one-liners and such and seemed like a really... Well, I don't know. I was about to say she seemed like a really solid friend, but the only reason she went on the ski trip wasn't to support her best friend, really. It was so that her bitchy cousin, because she's Jen's cousin, wouldn't get her way like she always does. (laughs) Yeah. I really like a good snarky best friend. I feel like that's a romance trope a lot, especially in romantic comedies. I think you like a good snarky best friend because that's your best friend. (laughs) Maybe that's the case. (laughs) You're just like, yes. This is almost my life. I ah, like it. This is like real life. Ah, familiar ground. She just berates her. That's how friendship goes. That's a healthy friendship, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, she was a really fun character, and uh, she didn't really. She got. I don't know. She didn't really get the the appropriate amount of screen time. I felt like in either the book or the movie. So it was a fault of both. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they focused definitely more on the romance than her friendships. I mean, which makes sense because it was a romance movie. I wish there would have been more romance with Josh. I wanted like 
setting it up as this little bit of a love triangle, I wanted a little bit of push towards both. But pretty clearly it was always Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was not really a triangle. It was just like there's a Josh found out that I like him, liked him a long time ago, and now he's going to just kind of act pathetic in the background the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's really all that happened. He didn't even really get much of a personality. We're told that they used to be like best friends, but then you don't see them interact in a way that really like feels like they really connect on any level, <laughs> let alone... friendship or romantic Mm -hmm. and laura jean starts off saying that she's still really into him even though her sister's dating him and as soon as her sister breaks up with him she's into this other guy pretty (laughs) apparently Yeah, yeah i don't know i felt like uh the reasonings behind some things were pretty weak Not that I don't think they're believable coming from a teenage mind. (laughs) Yes. That's true. It's some weird logic, but I also felt like, well, I don't know. A lot of people have different uh, opinions on, like, what is and isn't acceptable with, like, friends and exes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And as long as you guys were on amicable terms when you ended it, why, like, I'm not with them anymore. Why should I be offended by that? Maybe... If both of us have had sex with them, that gets kind of weird because maybe you'll be in the middle of it and be like, mm, you did this with my sister too. (laughs) That could get pretty weird, but I don't know. I just feel like people get up in arms about stuff, but they also get really weird about exes dating anybody and feel like they need to degrade the person their ex is with now. And so I think people are just weird about exes anyway, and I just don't understand it. Yeah, Yeah. it's too much possessiveness about someone you're You're not not even with. with. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had a lot of conversations with Brandon about how weird it is that people seem to have the need to be angry about all their exes, whether it ended badly or not, and just badmouth them or be mean about who they're dating now or even care and not just realize, oh, okay, we weren't right together. That's okay. We can just move on right (laughs) i go on double dates with one of my exes and his wife so like (laughs) i don't understand it (laughs) i forgot you ever dated him not like we basically dated but it was never official and you don't make it weird no like it didn't work for us and we're both way happier with the people we're with now so like good for both of us right yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's how romance should take it yeah (laughs) (laughs) romantic books and stories yeah or real people, because not enough real people just take it like that. That's true. True. Real people, too. <laughs> well, I, for one, am excited to see what they do with the next movie, to see if it is a flop or not. Yeah. I'm really mm-hmm. interested. I think this first movie was really good. It was fun. It was, uh, I don't know, it was just kind of silly. and It was a feel-good movie. I definitely yeah. felt, like, happy after I watched it, and it just, like, made me feel good, which not a lot of movies always do. So. And there was there was enough uh, like goofy stuff without it being really dumb humor. It was just like character antics mm-hmm. that were in character that were yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, yeah so you kind of laugh throughout. It was just a fun, good watch. I would say it's pretty likable across the board. I would recommend it to most people that watch romance or comedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that the movie um, saves the story a lot. Uh, I would recommend it over the book. It fixes a lot of the problems. Like uh, you don't get to see Laura Jean's like first person perspective on things as the book is written in first person. Mm. And I personally think that was a flaw of it. 
And being in a movie format, that just automatically goes away. Mm -hmm. So personally, I recommend the movie over the book. But if um, you're interested, feel free to watch and read both. And let us know if you guys enjoyed To All the Boys I've Loved Before. And if so, what was your favorite part of it? Um, ours is probably going to be the sister dynamics. I think we've pretty yeah. much agreed unanimously. But let us know what yours is. Join us on our Facebook group, Writers Emerging, or follow us on Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week as we jump into poetry.